The views and opinions expressed by various contributors to 98.5 CKWR and its radio programs are their own and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of 98.5 CKWR Wired World, Inc., its broadcasters, staff, or volunteers. Listeners are urged to use their own discernment and draw their own conclusions. Good morning, my name is Rob Daniels, and welcome to Visions in Sound. Now, for those that may be joining me for the very first time, Visions in Sound is a movie, TV, and video game soundtrack program that I produce each and every week, right here on 98.5 CKWR. Well, here we are, show number 11 of 2022, and show number 1116, if you're keeping track that way. This week, we continue into March with a tribute to Douglas Trumbull. Now, there will be a portion of my listeners out there that are asking, who? Well, for those who don't know, Douglas Trumbull was a film director, special effects supervisor, and inventor. He contributed to, or was responsible for, the photographic effects of 2001, uh, Space Odyssey, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Star Trek The Motion Picture, Blade Runner, and The Tree of Life. He also directed films Silent Running and Brainstorm. We recently lost Douglas Trumbull on February 7th, 2022, at the age of 79. The name Douglas Trumbull uh, first came to my attention back in the mid to late 70s. Trumbull's name was on a TV series called The Star Lost, of which he was executive producer. Little did I know that the how much influence he would have on my later viewings in life. Now, first up. On today's show is music from one of Trumbull's very early works, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Space Odyssey sorry. Douglas Trumbull's early work was at Graphic Films in Los Angeles. The small animation and graphic art studio produced a film called To the Moon and Beyond about space flight and for the 1964 World's Fair. The film caught to the attention of Stanley Kubrick, who was beginning work at that time on what would become... 2001, A Space Odyssey. Now, Kubrick hired director Con Peterson from Graphic Film, but and the company was to work on the visual effects for the film. When Kubrick decided to move all production to England, he canceled the contract with Graphic Films. 
Now, Trumbull wanted to keep working on the film, so as he'd already done some considerable pre-production work. So he called, cold, cold called rather, Kubrick. After obtaining the director's home phone number, Kubrick hired Trumbull and flew him to London for the production of 2001. Now, Trumbull's first task was to create the dozens of animations seen in the data display screens in the Ares moon shuttle and the Discovery. They looked like computer graphics, but they were created by photographing and animating reproductions of charts and graphs from technical publications. Trumbull's responsibilities and talents grew as the production continued, and he became one of four special effects supervisors on the film. Now, Trumbull's most memorable contribution was the slit-scan photography process used in the Stargate sequence. Trumbull is quoted here, I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. We were struggling with the Stargate. Nobody knew what a Stargate was, but I came up with some ideas that I didn't even know at the at the time were based on some things that I was learning as a young guy about street photography and weird photographic techniques. Now, although Trumbull's association with Kubrick was a huge boost for his career, he swore afterwards that he would, quote, never work for someone else again, in part because Kubrick was, quote, a hell of a taskmaster. His level of quality control bordered on perfectionism. Kubrick? No. Though this created a strained relationship for many years, Trumbull said of Kubrick, or after Kubrick's death, that Kubrick was a genius, someone whom Trumbull, Trumbull missed der terribly. The music from 2001 is from various classical music and was released in this case by Rhino Movie Music. So here's some music from 2001, A Space Odyssey.
And with a little bit of music from the 1968 film 2001, A Space Odyssey, as music by various composers, as the case may be. So if you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can also try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. I am on the Twitter, at visionsound. You can also try me on my website, visionsinsound.ca. I'm also on Good Pods and Apple Music. So welcome back to Visions and Sound, as this week we are paying tribute to the late Douglas Trumbull. Now next up on the show is the music to the 1977 film Close Encounters of the Third Kind. In 1975, Trumbull turned down an offer to provide effects for George Lucas's Star Wars due to other commitments, but in 1977, he contributed effects to Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Trumbull was offered the job of working on effects for Star Trek The Motion Picture. However, he was already deeply... Oh, by the way, more on that later. Uh, However, he was already deeply involved in Close Encounters and refused, wanting to focus his efforts on the patented ShowScan process, a high-speed, large-format movie process that provided unprecedented visual clarity. Now, the music for Close Encounters of the Third Kind was written by John Williams, of course and was released on, in this case, on the Arista label. So here's some music from Close Encounters of the Third Kind.
And with a little bit of music from the 1977 film Close Encounters of the Third Kind. That's music by John Williams. Well, welcome back to Visions and Sound, as this week we are paying tribute to Douglas Trumbull. Now, next up on the show is music from the 1979 film Star Trek The Motion Picture. Early 1979, or sorry, early in 1979, with principal photography, it's time to say that ten times fast, nearly finished and a December release date looming, effects on the motion picture were not going well. The initial effects producer had only produced a few seconds of usable footage. Paramount approached Trumbull to take over the effects production. At, a, at the time, he recalls, I think they would have entertained anyone who could have pulled them out of the jam. With only six months to create hundreds of effect shots, Trumbull and his team worked virtually around the clock for months. His team made the date, but their in-house battle cry became crop it, flop it, or drop it. Trumbull said that there were many shots in the movie as Close Encounters and Star Wars combined, totaling 650 shots, which had to be completed in six months. They all worked 24 hours a day for six months, seven days a week around the clock to get the movie done. I ended up in hospital. This is what Trumbull's saying. It was a major recovery. I had ulcers and all kinds of exhaustion because I was working seven days a week, almost living in the studio, not getting enough sleep. Now, the music for Star Trek The Motion Picture was released in three-disc form in 2012. However, if you're, it is unavailable. However, like I said, recently a two-disc form has been released on La La Land Records. So here's some music from... Star Trek The Motion Picture, back in a bit.
And with a little bit of music from the 1979 film Star Trek, the motion picture. That's music by Jerry Goldsmith. Well, if you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can also try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. I am on the Twitter at visionsound. You can also try me on my website, visionsinsound.ca. You can also be found on Good Pods and Apple Music if you choose to go podcasting, which will be this show will show up in probably about two hours time. So welcome back to Visions and Sound as this week we pay tribute to the effects genius and director Douglas Trumbull. Now next up on the show is music from the 1973 film Silent Running. Silent Running was produced by Universal on a very shoestring budget of one million dollars, one-tenth of the budget of 2001. The film used a number of special effects techniques that Trumbull had developed. The spacecraft interiors were shot on a mothballed aircraft carrier, which lent its name to the movie spacecraft, The Valley Forge. Trumbull was not originally slated to direct, but as the start of production loomed, he became the obvious choice. Now, when Silent Running was released, insiders were astonished that the finished film had been produced for so little money. Lead actor Bruce Dern compared Trumbull's creative vision to that of Alfred Hitchcock. That's high praise, actually with whom Dern had also worked. Trumbull was seen as one of Hollywood's up-and-coming young directors. Unfortunately, although a critical success, Silent Running was a flop at the box office. Trumbull recalled that it was just a great experience for me as a filmmaker, but I didn't know that it was part of an experiment by Universal Studios to see if it was possible to have a movie survive on word of mouth alone without an advertising campaign. It was not. But Silent Running's environmental message did strike a chord, and the movie has since become a cult classic. Some of the design elements would show up in the TV series The Star Lost, as I mentioned earlier, and some of Trumbull's footage from Silent Running would be used in the 1978 series Battlestar Galactica. Now, the music for Silent Running was written by Peter Sheckley, also known as PDQ Bach, just in case you didn't know, and also really and was released rather on CD in 2016 on the Entrada label. So here's some music from Silent Running.
And with a little bit of music from the 1973 film Silent Running, that's music by Peter Sheckley, with a little bit of Joan Baez thrown in for good measure. Well, welcome back to Visions and Sound, as this week we are paying tribute to Douglas Trumbull. Now, last up on the show is music from the 1983 film Brainstorm. Now, Brainstorm was to be a showcase for Trumbull's show scan process, which used special cameras and projectors to capture and project 70 millimeter film at 60 frames a a second. Special cameras and projectors had to capture, or sorry, uh, per second. However, at the last minute, the show scan process was not used because theater owners did not like the idea of installing expensive new projection equipment. Well, it was 83. The film was nearly scuttled by the mysterious drowning of Natalie Wood during a production break. MGM immediately shut down production and initially wanted to dump Brainstorm. Trumbull argued that the film could easily be finished, Natalie Wood's performance was already in the can, and only a few scenes would have to be reshot. Lawyers and insurance finished two years later. Or finally, finally sorry, lawyers and insurance companies battled over whether to eventually compete, complete the film. The film was finally finished two years later when the insurance companies supplied the money to finish production. Trumbull had pushed all the while for the studio to finish and release his movie. I can do this, Trumbull recalled in an interview with Cinegreen. I've got all the coverage. All you need to do is let me in the editing room and I'll show you. They said, no, you can't come back. We don't want you in the cutting room. You can't finish this movie. Because of his determination to finish the film, Trumbull became persona non grata at MGM Publicity. The music for Brainstorm was composed by James Horner and was released on Varez Saraband. So here is some music from Brainstorm.
Well, the impact of Trumbull's work is undeniable. Trumbull was twice honored by the Society of Motion Picture Television Engine and Television Engineers, most recently receiving the Progress Medal in recognition of his numerous contributions to photographic processes and technologies in visual effects. The Progress Medal is the most prestigious SIMPTI award and recognizes outstanding technical contributions to the progress and engineering phases of the motion picture, television, and or motion imaging industries. Trumbull also received the honorary, or sorry, received the International Press Academy's Tesla Award in December of 2011, named in honor of Nikolai Tesla, an inventor, scientist, and engineer who, Trumbull dryly noted in an interview, died penniless after lots of people took credit for his work. He went on to say that he hopes that it doesn't turn out that way for him. He shall be missed. His legacy will live on. Trust me, it won't work out that way for him. Well, that's all for me this week. Thanks for hanging in those that did. As we continue into 2022, I hope as you're getting on with your day that you realize just how awesome you are. Never let anyone tell you any different. If you're ever not feeling right, there are people out there that care about you and are willing to chat. If not family, then some professional who can help out. As Rocky said, nobody hits harder than life. I know from personal experience how hard it is for me to sit behind this mic week after week when I feel like no one's listening. I would never have made it this far without a support of the huge team of people that are behind me. If you or someone you know is in crisis and needs help immediately, Resources are available. In case of emergency, please call 911 for immediate help. The Canadian Association for Suicide Prevention, Depression Hurts, and Kids Help Phone at 1-800-668-6868 all offer ways of getting help if you or someone you know may be suffering from mental health issues. Well, join me next week as I continue into March with a look at the music of The Batman. I'll end off this week's show with some more music from Brainstorm. And I will be back next week with more Visions in Sound.